great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows. And I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Wednesday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hope you folks had a wonderful, wonderful 4th of July with your family members and your friends. I started the program, started the show 24 hours ago. I told you folks, I really feel that essentially what we do every night, you and I together, even first-time callers, first-time listeners, basically is a town hall meeting. And we get together and we discuss the issues that are in front of us. And when one of us is hurting, the way I look at it, all of us are hurting. And someone I've gotten to know, I started the program 24 hours ago, Sherry, the retired police officer, recently retired, NYPD. She gave so much to protecting others, and uh, she she was forced. Her cat was, was sick. Uh, those of you who listen to the program, you know that I'm a pet lover. And her cat was sick, and she was forced to... Uh, to uh, put down the cat. And it's been a rough couple of days for Sherry. And I've received all the emails that you folks have sent me in regards to Sherry wishing her well. And so I thought about Sherry just a short time ago, and I emailed her, and I said, again, my condolences to you and your mom. How are you feeling tonight? Try to hold your head high. Sherry got right back to me via email, and I am quoting what she says in her email. She says, it still hurts so much. I was in a handbag from yesterday and saw her collar, referring to her cat. Hard yesterday cleaning her food and water dish. Can't do the litter box yet. My head is high. It's my heart and soul that's low. Thank you for checking on us. I was listening to you last night. Good thing I was already crying. Please extend my thanks to those that called to commemorate and offer their condolences. She goes on to say, you're truly a very uh, special person. Hope you're having a good 4th of July. So again, Sherry, my heart is with you. Our hearts are with you. And um, when you're up to talking, we'd love to hear from you. And folks, let's open the phone lines now. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about. Um, And I'm going to try and keep my comments brief so that we can hear from you during the course of this hour, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. In a dark place, 
in a dark place, and he is a supporter of Black Lives Matter. That's how the shooter in Philadelphia is being described. And folks, I'm starting to come around. I never thought I would say this. I'm starting to come around to maybe we don't need gun control. If the cowards that commit these crimes know someone on the street, someone in the vicinity next to them may have a gun to stop them, maybe these incidents would stop. So the shooter, and boy, is this guy confused. I'm going to get to it in just a second. But the shooter in Philadelphia, right? So he's lighting up the streets, uh, doing what he's doing. And to the police and Philadelphia's credit, they didn't have to fire a single shot. The coward ran into a, a alley and surrendered. And so we have five people dead. And this guy is basically a Black Lives Matter activist. Surprise, surprise, surprise who also wore women's clothing. I I don't, I, I, I'm confused. I really am. Because as soon as I saw a photo of this guy, it looked like a woman, but it looked like a man. And he also had on a bra and a woman's top. And so I said, this has got to be a woman. And he had, uh, evidently had on a wig, but he also looked like a man, but it was dressed as a woman. And this is the shooter in Philadelphia. Also, folks, the the shooters and victims, I don't know if you've noticed what's going on in New York City as of late with gun violence. With the surge, and, and you know, let's 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 get the facts. Let's get the facts out right now. Shootings are down twenty to twenty five percent in New York City. That's the official line, right? But the victims are getting younger and younger. Younger and younger and inches from death. Remember I told you the story about the Upper East Side doorman? Well, he's recounting that horrible, horrible attack. And also the walking dead flush, flesh that is, rotting zombie drug trank is taking over. So I'm going to start right now. I'm going to come to Philadelphia in just a second. We see all of your calls coming to, coming in. I'm going to get to, get to them in just a second. I want you to listen to some union officials of this doorman. So, right, I told you this story. Blood was everywhere. He was inches from death. The Upper East Side doorman recounting the horrible attack. He's 58 years old. His name is Brian Smith. He's a veteran doorman of the staff of a 72nd Street co-op. He encountered a man who was following a wheelchair resident of the building inside. And he encountered the, the man that was following the individual in the wheelchair in the lobby. And so the suspect asked for directions to the subway station. Now, remember, the suspect can walk right into the building. Now some doormen are locking the front doors, and I don't blame them at nighttime. And so he's asking for directions to the subway station, and suddenly the suspect 
slices his face from his nose to his neck, from his nose to his neck. I want you to listen to this, folks. So this was an unprovoked attack at 3 a.m. on June 25th. Listen to one of the union officials representing the doorman, Brian Smith. He received over 50 stitches. It goes from his nose down to probably towards the, the side of his neck. Cut an artery, that's why it was so much blood. Cut an artery, that's why it was so much blood. It it looked it looked like someone had had slaughtered a pig with a knife in the lobby of of the hotel building of of the uh, residential building, and so the slasher this animal nearly killed the doorman who needed dozens of stitches as you just heard and may possibly need plastic surgery. And I want you to listen to what else the union official has to say. What sucks about this whole situation is that Brian just got back from having cancer. Uh, he just beat cancer. Two months later, he get attacked. Just beat cancer. When it rains, it pours sometimes. When it rain, rains, it pours. Trying to help a wheelchair-bound tenant of the building, and this is what he received in return. Hopefully, he will... Hopefully he will be okay. So I don't know if you've noticed, folks. I got something else I want you to listen to before I come back to Philadelphia. And this is going to be part of a newscast, a news report on WPIX television, Channel 11. The Remember, I'm from the Bronx. And so anything happens in the Bronx, my radar immediately goes up. And the shooters and the victims... In New York City's gun violence surge, they are getting younger and younger. And it seems like the last couple of days when it comes to gunfire, that the Bronx is literally on fire in terms of the shootings. So police are searching for two men in connection to the shooting of a five-year-old girl in the Bronx Friday. Five years old. I'm going to say it again. Five years old. It happened Friday. The two are accused of shooting several shots near East 213th Street and White Plains Road, an area I know very well. The child, what was she doing? Minding her business, sitting in the back seat of a vehicle when she was shot in the back. Shot in the back. Listen to this report. Again, this is WPIX Television, Channel 11, about all of the recent gun violence in the borough of the Bronx. 
Uh, here on Walton Avenue, this is right next to Joyce Kilmer Park. We are just blocks away from Yankee Stadium. You can actually hear the crowd at the game from our vantage point. We noticed that there is a bullet hole in at least one of the SUVs and multiple police on the scene. The street is shut down. Uh, no word on the conditions of the victims or if there have been any suspects arrested just yet. But this is coming on the heels of a violent weekend in the city. Multiple shootings, including three victims who were children. The pain is raw for the family of Wesley Vasquez. The 15-year-old was shot and killed Saturday night while playing basketball in Riverbank State Park. A family member who did not want to go on camera says they are just trying to cope. Family is devastated, of course. Um, you know, you wouldn't wish that on anyone, any teenager. Two other children were also shot over the weekend. A bullet struck a 12-year-old girl in the shoulder Sunday night in the Mount Hope section of the Bronx. And a five-year-old girl was shot Friday while sitting in the backseat of a car, also in the Bronx. Acting Police Commissioner Edward Caban visited her in the hospital and made her a promise. Samaya, princess, 48 hours later, we have two individuals identified in the shooting. And the criminal justice system will now begin to take its course. Those two suspects have a long criminal past and police are on the hunt to find them. In total, nine people were shot citywide over the weekend. Did you hear that, folks? How many people were shot over the weekend in the Bronx? My home borough. Again, shootings are down 20%, right? But what does it matter? What does it matter if they're down when when this type of stuff is going on? When a five-year-old girl in the backseat of a car is shot in her back, five years old. Then, and we're about to start with your telephone calls, then we have the mess of what occurred in Philadelphia. Five dead uh, a a a believer apparently in Black Lives Matter, and this guy wore women's clothes, so he had a bulletproof vest. Among the injured are two children. He's a Black Lives Matter supporter, who shared. Who does this? Who shared? During the height of the uh, Black Lives Matters protest, one of the police cars in Philadelphia was set ablaze and graffiti written on it. He posted this on his Facebook page. Who in their right mind does something like this? 40 years old, Kim Brady Carricker, right? That's the man's uh, name. And the story is so confusing. It is so confusing. Because you look at a picture at him and he's dressed like a woman. He's got on a blouse. He's got on a bra. He's got on a wig and he's dressed like a woman. And so, as I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, I'm so confused because you may look at a picture and it may look like a woman, but it's a man. And you may look at the picture and think it's a man. It may be a woman, but more likely than not, it's going to be a man dressed as a woman. What is going on, folks? And I'm trying to put two and two together, right? I'm I'm not a psychiatrist, but it sounds like this this individual had some sexual orientation issues going out going on, and he decided to go out in a blaze of glory with bullets. But at the end of the day, after lighting up the city, he decided to surrender to police after he shot all of these 
innocent people. Now, he describes himself as a computer engineer that showed an interest in guns. And again, I'm so confused because you you look at the picture and I'm like, well, wait a minute now. The, the newspapers made a mistake because this is a woman. And then when you look closely in his face, you can tell it's a man. You can tell he has on a wig and he's trying to smile and he has on a blouse and he has on a bra. And I'm trying to figure out what is going on with people that are engaging and doing things like this, hurting innocent, innocent people. Let's start with your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And I didn't even get to Trank yet, how it's taking over. And Trank, which has an animal tranquilizer in it, is almost in every drug that people are using nowadays. Let's start with Al in Yonkers. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Good morning to you, Dominic. I just want to make two points real quick. I know you have a lot of callers. I just want to say, first off, it's a real possibility that the doorman who worked overnight, uh, you know, when you work overnight, whether it's a security guard or as a residential doorman, you have to be extra cautious. You really should never interact with uh, somebody on the street. Who's okay, it, it, what, he didn't interact with someone on the street. But what, what, what's your point, no, Al? Let's, let's get, let's get, he, Al, he, let's get the first point out. Let's get the first point out. What are you saying? The first point is that I think the doorman might have uh, made a mistake by uh, openly having a conversation. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And, and, okay. and, and, and frankly, Al, I resent when we Monday morning quarterback. So what was he supposed to do? You tell me. No, the problem is when you work midnight overnight. No, no, just, hey, Al, focus with me now. What was he supposed to do? Tell me what he was supposed to do in your uh, opinion. Again, I don't know all the specifics of the story. But okay, again, so if, what if was he do- supposed to do for the third time now, Al? I guess I would have closed the door. Okay, now, now, isn't it rather convenient to say something like that? Close the door how? How do you close the door? It's a dormant building, so I don't. I, again, uh, maybe you're right on what you're saying, but I, I don't know the whole story. But you have it, to be it, extra let cautious. Let me just tell you, we're going to get to your. We're going to get to your second point, but let me tell you why. With all due respect, point one is ridiculous. We don't know what the rules are from management. We don't know from management of the building that it's a requirement that the door be unlocked, the front door. So that when people that live there and are paying a lot of money to get in, that it's not a security breach when they're rushing to get in and and if they can't get in. And so he has the man you see on video, the, the man in the wheelchair walks by in the lobby and the guy walks up to the doorman. So there was practically nothing he could do. So but what's your, what's your second point? Point is. With Philadelphia, you know, as Rita had said on her show tonight, the problem is you get these soft-on-crime district attorneys. They try to twist the story. When they have a mass shooting, like the guy in Philadelphia, the DA, uh, then they try to make the uh, argument of uh, it's all about gun control. Uh, Unfortunately, in Philadelphia, they didn't do what they did in San Francisco. They had a soft-on-crime progressive DA, and fortunately, the Asian-American community in San Francisco mobilized 
and ousted the guy. And unfortunately, they didn't do that in Philadelphia. Okay, uh, fair point, fair point. Thank you for the call, Al. I hope you have a um, a uh, wonderful morning. Let's go to Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Yeah, you congratulated the cops because they took in that lunatic without firing a shot. They did a terrible job. They should have shot oh, him come dead. Come on, Michael. Come on, man. Michael, you know, sometimes I get it. You like to go to the extreme. You like to give us the Rambo situation over the safeness of your telephone, by the way. But, I mean, come on. What, so what What? What would you have the police do, Michael? Come Julie, on. No, he shot other people. I thought he was going to shoot me. I shot him. They're not going to prosecute him. Once someone does a mass shooting. Michael, are you serious? Michael, wait, 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 wait. So you're the first responding officer, and the man is surrendering, and you're going to open fire simply because you're going to be judge, jury, and executioner, and that's that. Life I am, and I'll laugh while I'm doing it. Okay, Michael, Michael, not in the mood for it this morning. Thank you for the call. I really do appreciate it, but that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Thank you for the call. Let's go to uh, Loretta in Brooklyn. Good morning, Loretta. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Um, I don't call a lot. I, I don't do serious very well. And I couldn't call last night because you had me crying about Sherry. Um, September 13th, 79, we put my dog down. She was 15, she couldn't walk anymore, and her breathing was labored, and I didn't want her to linger. And um, I loved her enough to give her a good life, and I had to love her even more to give her a good death. And it's on my calendar every year, September 13th, and this September is 44 years. It doesn't leave your heart, ever. Um, I've had 11 or 12 cats over the years. I saved Nikki's tooth. He lost a tooth from old age when he was 19. I saved it. I found it in the house. I put it in saran wrap, and I saved it. And one long hair from, um, uh, I forget, one of my cats, I put that in saran wrap, too. Um, They have a life after this life, just like we do. If you have faith, not religion, faith, the way we have a human soul, a dog has a a dog soul, and a cat has a cat soul, and they live in their spiritual realm just like we do. I've had visitations from my dog and a couple of the cats. I don't know which ones because I had so many cats. But my mother, as well, wanted me to know twice. She's alive. They want us to know that they live, and they're happy, and they're waiting for us, that's all. And when it's our time, we join them. So, Sherry, if you're listening, um, I hope this can mean something for you. It's going to hurt. Whether you have kids or not, whether you're married, single, or in between, it's a stab in your heart. I, I'm listening to you, Loretta. I, I thank you for the call, and it is a stab in your heart. And I, I don't know if Sherry's listening, but I hope your words, what you just articulated, I hope that it makes her feel better. Um, I'm hoping that anything can lift her spirits right about now. 
because she's hurting and, and all of us collectively. She's given so much to the city of New York as a retired police officer. And um, and her cat meant the world to her. Loretta, thank you for those kind, kind words. Let's go to Dave in Los Angeles. Good morning, Dave. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. You know, Dominic, when I saw the story about the Philadelphia shooter yesterday, the news broke and you had the police chief talking about it. Of course, they didn't say the color of the shooter. I said that means he's black because if it was white, There'd be the name and picture of them all over the place. So they withhold the information because obviously they knew the identity of the shooter, that he was black when the story broke. So now they put it out on July 4th after the story broke. But, you know, Joe Biden has to go out there and say that the number one threat America faces is white supremacists, which means white people. And, oh, my gosh, could this be a worse narrative for the Democrats, a black, transgender, Black Lives Matter activist. I don't want that Joe Biden to be talking about white supremacy as being the threatened problem in our cities anymore. Well, Dave, your assessment, what you just articulated, uh, even though one may not like it, it is very accurate um, in terms of and, and you know, and, and again, I, I'm confused uh, because tonight in preparation for the show, I'm looking at the um, at the photo and I, I really was confused because I'm like, no, wait, this is a woman. And, you know, women don't really do these things. Right. Even though we saw what happened just recently. Right. Um, but then I'm looking carefully and I'm like, it's a woman. No, it's a man is a wig. He's got on a bra. I mean, what I'm trying to figure out, Dave, is I, I heard your point. What is going? I I don't I don't understand. Right. So one one, you're not happy with your life. You've made a, these individuals. You've made a million bad decisions, and now you want everybody else to pay for the bad decisions that you made. If you want to take yourself out. You know, I don't support that. But if that's what you want to do, then go ahead and do it. But then when you introduce the cross dressing and I don't even know if I'm supposed to refer to this individual as transgender. I mean, how does all of that play into this, in your opinion, Dave? Well, in the old days, they called it cross dressing. Now it is transgender. And I think that these people just want attention. There's a lot of calling transgender people mentally ill. I think it's just you want attention. And Dominic has spent a lot of time on TikTok, and it's just filled with people being transgender. And then everybody says, oh, you're so beautiful, girl. But obviously, to go have a bulletproof vest and to go out there, I mean, with the bulletproof vest, you know, there's something very wrong with the person. And I think that um, video games, the rap culture, uh, Dominic, the world is really, I don't see it making a comeback to the leave it to beaver times. But again, just, right. to, just not to make light of it, but oh my gosh, because this backfire any worse on Democrats, Black Lives Matter, transgender, get ready for a false flag. Democrats are going to have to do something to cover this up. I, I hear you, Dave, in Los Angeles. Thank you for the call. Folks, 
We are going to take a break. When we come back, I'm trying to get to as many telephone calls during the course of this hour as humanly possible. Coming up at 1 a.m., the other side of midnight, Frank Morano has the morning off. It will be Anthony Weiner in his place. When we come back, we're going to New Jersey, Brooklyn, Suffolk County, Maine, and Saratoga. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Let's see you acknowledge a man whose words make your blood boil, who's standing center stage and advocating at the top of his lungs that which you would spend a lifetime opposing at the top of yours. Dominic, I want to say, when we started calling around in uh, New York City last week to find out who would have their finger on this story, you were the person who was most often mentioned, and that's why we asked you to be with us this morning. So what do you hear? What do you know? How is this thing going to come out? Now, here's Dominic Carter. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. You folks can follow me on Twitter at Dominic TV. Uh, I'm starting to post more videos on YouTube. You can follow me on YouTube at Dominic Carter, YouTube at Dominic Carter. I'm looking at a tweet from Lisa Pure. Lisa has made a, a couple of very good comments here. But Lisa says here, nine people shot over the weekend in the Bronx. Wow. Everyone tune in to get the app, save AM radio, sign the petition on their website. Yes, Lisa. You, you, you know, it's like it didn't happen. Five-year-old girl shot in the back in the car with her father, not bothering anybody. But these are the times that we live in. The situation in Philadelphia, you got the man that apparently wants to be the woman, that apparently wants to take people out. He kills five people, two, two children, and then says, no mas, I surrender Philadelphia Police Department. And then Michael, Michael calls from New Jersey. Normally, I love Michael's calls, but I have a problem, folks. What's the best way I can say this? Um, I'm not one of these guys that one of these rappers, you know, where they go around bragging. I'm from the hood. I'm from the hood. I don't see anything to brag about being from the hood. I'm from the hood. I know what it's like. Right. And it's easy to say, oh, well, if I was there, John Wayne style, I would have just shot him. Even though he was surrendering. Come on, Michael. I'm just not feeling that this morning. Any other time, we can debate, we can agree to disagree, but you're stating that that the police in Philadelphia, who did an excellent job apprehending this nut job, who did not fire a single bullet, I'm still stuck on the fact that I have to look now, every time I'm going to do a story for you folks, I have to look three and four times at the photo is this a man or is this a woman? Or is this a man dressed up as a woman? And then I got to try and prove it. And then I got to look at records to see if it's a man or it's a woman. And this is the world that I live in. And tonight, tonight, I almost came on the air and said a woman did the shooting. 
when it actually was a man dressed as a woman in Philadelphia. Bra and all, blouse and all. It is, it is, it's crazy. Let's go to Rocco in Saratoga. Good morning, Rocco. What's on your mind? Good morning. I am from the hood originally. I grew up in Jackson Houses, 156th Street and Cortland Avenue, across the street from PS29, across the street from PS3, which they burned down in 77 to the ground. So I'm from the hood like you. I know what it's about or was about. This is in the 60s and 70s. Okay, Rocco, what, what, what's your point, Rocco? What, what's your point? Black Lives Matters. Black Lives Matters. My butt. Well, I agree with you on that. I, 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 I agree with you on that wholeheartedly. Black yeah, Lives Matter has too. set us back. Rocco, you still with me? Yes, I'm here. Okay, uh, so I'm, I'm going to let you speak, but Black Lives Matter has set us back tremendously black lives matter has done so much damage to the black community this is why you have the mentally ill and these homeless people out here believing that they can accost people on the on the train and in public with absolutely no consequence and then you add in these pandering district attorneys and it is a recipe for an absolute nightmare and disaster go right ahead rocco I would have been that penny on that subway. You know from the Bronx, a dude doing that, I would have taken him down, mother. I'm not going to say. You know it, Don, right? That's the way we are. No one's going to push me around. Hell no. I'm a white kid, but I have black blood in me, okay? You don't mess. You just don't mess. I would have taken that dude down, choked the sh- I would have choked him, all right? He's not going well, to when do, you say do that me. dude, wait, 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 which dude are you referring to now? Not Penny, the, the psycho moron that they're turning into a, a black hero because, man, oh, I'm a black poor guy. Man, don't wait, I don't, wait, wait, Rocco, I don't know who you're talking about. Who are you referring to? You're so caught up in the moment, but I don't know who you're referring to. The black Michael Jordan, not Michael Jordan. Oh, Michael okay, the, the homeless guy on the train. Okay, okay, went, okay. Went all right, okay. Well, people. Well, I got it, Rocco. Thank, I got it. Thank you for the call again, again, folks. Uh, I, Rocco has strong opinions, but remember, this is not Hollywood. It's not Hollywood. Everybody's John Wayne tough until you realize that this is not a script. That it's not Hollywood. That it's real life. Real life situation let's go to robin in new jersey good morning robin you're on talk radio 77 wabc hi um i've listened to you for so long and i've been such a fan for so long and thank you for taking my call um i just actually wanted to interject something positive if if it's okay good Um, good go for it robin i i thought that the um macy's fireworks and the people that were performing were amazing and I, I, mm. it, it, it reminded me of hanging out with my grandmother a hundred years ago. Well, not a hundred. Really? Years ago. So, so now, so Robin, I, I, I have to be honest. Um, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't catch the show because I was napping, because uh, I was on in for Brian Kilmeade yesterday morning, ten a.m. to noon, and so I was napping, getting ready for this morning. What made this year's show? I know uh, apparently there were no incidents. Thank God for the NYPD. But what made this year's show that much more better, that much more spectacular? 
No, it was just, it was very, um, I guess I'm a little old-fashioned that way, but it, it was very patriotic. It was very beautiful. Um, there were. Now don't make you old-fashioned. Being patriotic is a wonderful thing in this great country. In my opinion, that does not make you old-fashioned, Robin. Made me. That's what that would made. That's what made me call you is to just say that it was. It really was touching and it was beautiful. They did a beautiful job, and I haven't seen anything like that in years. Mm. And, well, and thank thank you, Robin. I, I guess. I guess I'm going to have to uh, pull it up and take a, take a look. I'll give you the final word before I move on. Go ahead, Robin. Yeah, no, I, I just thought it was just so beautiful. And like I said, it, it reminded me of almost being a kid. Like it was a throwback to like the 60s. Well, well, we'll, we'll take older. that. We'll, we'll take that, Robin. So, so you sold me. I'm going to have to go take a look now. But thank you very much for the call. And thank you for uh, supporting this program. It's it's greatly appreciated. Let's go from New Jersey to the Bronx. Let's say good morning to Bill. Good morning, Bill. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Bill, are you with me? Yes, I'm with you. Okay, go ahead, please. Yes, yes, yes. About the incident in Philadelphia and so forth, it seems that a whole lot of people want to... um, Wait, this sounds like Melvin. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't like that game of pretending. So, like, during the last show, Steve called and called himself Kenny. If this is Melvin, tell me you're Melvin, or, or else I'm going to cut you off right now. Please don't play that game my, with me. With, excuse me? I gave my name. It's Melvin. I told him that. No, okay. Well, it says Bill. It says Bill. And I'm going to end the call, Bill, because I don't I don't like playing those games. When you call here, ident- you're done for tonight. When you call here, please identify yourself for who you are. I just listened to Steve from Manhattan go on and on and on, and he gave a name as, as Kenny. When anybody that listens to talk radio knows that it was uh, that it was uh, Steve. Let's go to uh, Frank in Maine. Good morning, Frank. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning, Dominic. Frank, are you there? Okay, all right. So, Frank, for some reason, Frank, your call just dropped. If you give us a call back, I, I promise we will uh, we will uh, put you uh, up to the top of the list. Joe in Rockland County. Good morning, Joe. What's on your mind? Hi. Um, all this discussion about whether the guy is trans, what sex he is, if he's wearing a vest, the type of gun he was using, I think it's all irrelevant. I think crazy is crazy. If somebody is in a state where he's denying reality, he can justify anything, and there's nothing that we can do except pull him out of society and lock him away. Right. You know what, I, Joe, I agree with you. But, but if he hasn't committed a crime, how, how are you going to pull him out and lock him up? You can't. You can't. But, but if, if somebody is showing signs, I'm sure this didn't come out of, out of nowhere. I agree with you. Some of the witnesses have said that he has not shown this type of uh, – behavior in the past but i agree with you that there has to be signs somewhere that something was terribly wrong terribly wrong and and you know joe i i like for lack of a better term i like the way you uh just categorize this because it is the bottom line crazy is crazy is that the exact way that you said it joe thank you Thank you, Joe. Thank you uh, for the call. Let's go to Frank in Maine. We have him back. Oh, we're going to be taking a break pretty soon for the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. An update on the shark situation. Somebody has pissed the sharks off because they're biting. But let's go to Frank in Maine. Good morning, Frank. What's on your mind? 
Uh, Dominic, always a pleasure to speak to you when I get a chance. Hopefully you can hear me now. I do. Um, Please go ahead. Oh, Dominic, Dominic, the shooting in Philadelphia and the shooting in Baltimore this past week uh, gives, brings, brings to mind what, what kind, what the equation, what's going on here. And they're two democratic cities. They're two underfunded cities. The, the police departments have no say. The DAs are all paid off. And nothing's going to be done. And at the end of the day, it's just going to keep on going on and on and on. And nothing's going to be done. Dominic, have a great night. Well, thank you. I appreciate the call from Maine. So I was talking to, to my good buddy uh, who's in law enforcement. Um, and his position has not changed. He was NYPD. Now he's uh, uh, in Atlanta PD. And he said, Dom, th- th- this is why I support people being able to carry guns because if these cowards know that somebody within their vicinity may have a gun to take them out, it may make them think twice about what they're about to do. And I really think folks, I never thought this was possible, but I really think that I'm coming around to that way of position in terms of no gun control. Something, something has to give. You can't have these nut job losers that are mad at the world because they made one bad decision after another, after another, after another about their own life. And now they want to take out innocent people. And then when the police get there, right? Oh, I surrender. I I give up. I give up. I surrender. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, it's about the Sharks. The sharks that are biting. And we're going to go right back to your telephone calls from Yonkers, the Suffolk County, to Brooklyn and New York. I'll be right back. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Wow. Two more swimmers were apparently attacked by sharks off Long Island Tuesday, a day after a 15-year-old surfer was bitten uh, at a nearby beach. So these attacks happened just before 2 p.m., about 60 miles apart from each other. A 47-year-old man was enjoying the water uh, at Quogridge uh, Village Beach in the Hamptons when he felt an apparent bite to his left knee. He told authorities he did not see a shark. Shortly after, a 49-year-old man reported that his hand was bitten while swimming at uh, a Fire Island's Pines uh, Beach, not far from where a 15-year-old boy was bitten while surfing a day earlier. Now, all of this, folks, as a school of about 50 sand sharks were spotted off a Long Island beach Tuesday morning, and so this was a group of about 50 of them, right? They were seen schooling about 200 yards off Robert Moses uh, Beach around 8 a.m. before the beach opened for the busy 4th of July holiday as staff uh, conducted a precautionary check of the waters. So obviously uh, they didn't open as as expected uh, at that time, but they did later. Lots of things going on with the uh, sharks and an aggressive shark in Florida uh, sent swimmers fleeing in shallow 
water in Florida. And I've told you folks before that um, that one of the things I am most afraid of, I'm not afraid of any politician. That I can handle that in my sleep. I am petrified of alligators. And a 69-year-old woman was killed by an alligator, which even was guarding her body after it killed her. She, she was walking her dog in Hilton Head. How many times in South Carolina? How many times have we heard this story? Elderly woman walking her dog. So the dog is okay, but the alligator, a 10-foot male alligator, uh, was removed from the area, and the woman's body was eventually uh, recovered. So pending an autopsy, but it's happened again, and this is the second time in a year where an alligator has killed someone, uh, a, a human being, we are taking your telephone calls on a number of issues, a number of issues. Let's go to let's go to uh, Michael on the Upper East Side. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Hey, Tom, a couple of things. You had indicated that the shootings were down 20 percent. That's what the city uh, 20%, says. 20 percent of what number? I don't have the overall number right in front of me right now, okay. Michael. Okay, that's fine. Number two, how can anyone buy armored an armored vest? It's like buying a gun. You should need some sort of ID and a license. I I believe and, Governor Hoku did change the law to reflect that after the shooting up in Buffalo. Ah, well, that's a good thing. Um, and the other thing is, why should anybody be allowed to have a police scanner? Well, you and I, one, I don't know if the law has changed, but, 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 uh, you know, those of us in the media, we, we have me, uh, uh, police scanners. That's how we're able to get to locations as, as quick as police officers are, members of the fourth estate. Uh, but, but they have been used for, for bad, uh, reasons. And I don't know what the law is, Michael. Thank you for the call. I don't know what the law is right now in New York as, as it relates to, uh, police scanners, but, um, the situation in Philly, the, the, this was a disaster waiting to happen, and that is exactly what did occur. Okay, so let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Let's see what Larry has to say this morning. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Good morning. Okay, Dominic, uh, for the last 40 minutes, you're talking about this case, but you're focusing on the wrong thing. You mentioned at the beginning you were on the right track. You mentioned you didn't know what it was, a girl, a man, it was dressed like you didn't know what, what to categorize it. Don't worry about it, because our transportation secretary, Pete Butthead, has clarified it when he came out against the Supreme Court decision in the, uh, with the same-sex uh, 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 computer programming thing. He said, uh, with religious rights, he said, uh, the court is chiseling out against people that are already being, uh, you know, they're, they're being uh, discriminated against. They're being, uh, uh, you know, they're being abused. They're, they're, Larry, 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 so, Larry, so, so, Larry, so Larry, 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 I'm a newsman. You, you turned me off when you said, don't worry about it. How could I not worry about it? I, I've got to be factual. How could I not worry? You're playing a political game going after Buttigieg, and that's okay. But how can, as a newsman, how could I not worry about it if I go in the air and say it was a woman and it was indeed a man, or if it was a man and it was and it was a woman? How could I not worry? I was being sarcastic. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But 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 in my business, but in my business, Larry, and I'm gonna let you finish. I, I you know I I don't do the sarcasm thing. I've never been one to appreciate sarcasm. And in my business, I have to be factual. 
So go ahead. Okay. What I meant what I meant to say was he is saying that we are being too hard on these people. But the reason it, the, the, this is, you know, we're we're forgetting that there was another transvestite uh, a mass murder just a, a couple of months ago. We, we we forget about what just happened yesterday. We're so focused on today. This is this, this just happened a few months ago. I forgot where it happened already. With where a, a, a transsexual uh, killed a few people in a mass shooting. Now, the reason this is happening, it's, there's a reason for it. We're accommodating these people's desires, and they don't want that. They don't want, they're confused people. And by us accommodating their desires, despite what, you know, like what Pete Buttigieg wants us to do, okay, we're creating a monster, literally creating monsters. You know, in Europe, they have a totally different approach to, to, to homosexuality and all this. They, they don't, they don't, the, the church is big there. They, they, they know, everybody knows it's wrong, but it's under the surface and they like it that way. They don't like to be promoted. They know what they're doing is wrong and evil and sick and perverted, but okay. we accommodate them and, and we make them confused. And that's what, this is what happens. Hmm. Larry, I thank you for the call. Um, you gave me an earful there. I, I got to think about that for for a uh, a second. Let's go to Oscar in New York. Good morning, Oscar. What's on your mind? Oscar, morning, are you with morning. me? Good morning. Good morning. Go doing, ahead, sir? please. Yeah, um, we have to learn how to de-escalate. They're teaching law enforcement and security to de-escalate problems. Okay, wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. When you say de-escalate, what are you referring to? Give me an example of what okay, you're um, referring to. Well, well, right now, the the, the police cars have the, the it says professionalism. Um, it has some words on it that we have to. Right, use, professionalism, you know. courtesy, and respect. But go yeah, ahead. So the police officers are trained to be very polite and try to de-escalate, and the uh, security officers that are on duty all over the city. They're doing the same thing. So the civilians have to start implementing what they want the security to do and the cops to. Okay, but, but can you give me an example? Uh, can you give me an example of a situation that should be de-escalated? I, I have no point. No, 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 no. I have no, no uh, point in terms of what you're referring to. Because okay, some okay, situations okay, so can't what I'm be escalated. Most of these acts of gun violence and um, crime. No, yeah, and and, and that's that that's that's what I was hoping you were not going to say, Oscar. You you've got to be joking me. You think you think the gun violence cases can be de-escalated? Do you really think that? Okay, but, but those people, um, some of them are very rude. They cut you off. They say the wrong. When you say those people, people, I don't know who you're talking about. I'm talking about the, the alleged victims. The alleged victims. You're they're talking about the bad people that have the guns? No, I'm talking about the people that they, they, they could de-escalate for that person not to use a gun. Because you could have you could get the Oscar, guy. I'm not following you. I'm sorry. When you Okay, so you got a you got a guy with a gun and then you have a police officer, right? Now well, I I'm not following you. I'm going to try it one more time. I don't need you to make the point again. I need you to explain to me what what are you talking about here? Okay, the civilian people that are being shot. They, they could the victims, they, they the victims. To, yes, they have to okay. try to de-escalate the situation. So, 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 excuse me, sir. Please don't shoot me in the head. That's what you're telling me. No, what I'm saying is that by being polite, by being professional, by being courteous, by not cutting the person off, by not saying rude uh, things. To Oscar, that Oscar, Oscar, come on, buddy. Half of these people that are carrying out these these guns. Have you seen some of these thugs out here? Some of these thugs out here, Oscar, would shoot their own mother. And I'm supposed to say, excuse me, Mr. Thug, please don't shoot me in the heart. Are, are you serious, Oscar? 
Well, I'm just trying to say that's what they're teaching us. That's what they're teaching um, a lot of law enforcement. Um, so we, we as civilians, we have to start doing the same thing. Mm, okay, well, thank, thank you for the call, Oscar. Um, I, I don't think de-escalation would have worked um, with the situation with, uh, with this man or this woman uh, in Philadelphia. I don't think de-escalation would have worked uh, in that situation. Robert in Suffolk County, good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. We have to secure our schools for one thing. Gun control is not going to do it. To its credit, New York City has started a campaign to secure their schools with access controls, camera systems, and security officers on duty. So that's good. Okay. I, I don't see how this pertains to the conversation I'm having right now, though, Robert. Oh, about the gun control. We don't right. need well, more gun control. Right, but we what need I mean, to but... control the criminals. Mm-hmm. And one mm-hmm. way is to stop access to our children, so that maybe they won't be involved in a school shooting because the shooter can't get in. That's one. And the other is we have to have certain punishment. Violent criminals should be locked up for whatever period of time is appropriate for the crimes that they commit. Mm, okay. All right. Well, I, I certainly we can agree on that. Thank you for the call, uh, Robert. Let's go to Warren in uh, Deposit, New York. Good morning, Warren. What's on your mind? Warren on line one. What's on your mind? Have you been watching over in France of what's going on with all these? I have. I, ha- I have. Go ahead. What's your point? Aren't you afraid that that's going to end up happening right here in this country? Why would I be afraid? What what is there for me to be afraid of? I strongly support law enforcement. And frankly, I'm not I'm not advocating. I'm not advocating that someone should be shot under under a situation where where they haven't done anything wrong or it's unprovoked. But I am saying that that we need to take the handcuffs off of law enforcement and let them do their job. I'm tired of these animals. See, I, I don't need I, I listen to um to the guy on ESPN. I don't need him to tell me about the problems of the black community. I, I've been talking about this on this radio show for years. I don't need Stephen A. Smith to tell me the problems of the black community. And so anyway, so you said, I, am I worried about what happened in Paris happening here? No, but why should but I be worried? But that's not only what I'm talking about. I'm talking about all the illegal immigrants pouring in. Okay. They, they don't have any money to pay for them over there. Right. Okay. But, but you said about the situation in Paris. I know it was an immigrant yes. that was shot. Um, you didn't raise the right, immigration that, issue. That's not what I was talking about. I was okay, talking I've, about, I've got a minute and a half left, so yeah. you've got to get to the point. I, I was. I, that's what I, you went into that. I, I'm worried that, that we were letting all these illegals in here and pouring all this money in. The money's got to come from someplace, and people's services are going to have to get cut in order to pay for all these things. And not not really not going to they they they're already services are already being cut. It's disgusting, and the, the way to answer this is come up with the money. Their own countries, you're out of here. I I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what anyone says. There is no obligation for Mayor Adams to do what he has done, 
except for he was playing politics. He was measuring the drapes of the White House. And Governor Abbott of Texas said, got you. I got you on this one, buddy. You want to play this game with me? Let me show you how to do it right. I am going to embarrass you in the court of public opinion. And that is exactly what has happened. And we are paying for it to the tune of billions of dollars. Folks, you want to keep it right there. I will be back in 24 hours, same time, of course, same station. Coming up right now, the other side of midnight, Frank Morano has the morning off. Anthony Weiner is standing by, and he's going to carry you for the next couple of hours. Have a great day, folks.